like scary stories, if you like tasty beers, open up your mouth holes and open up your ears for... That's your version of a wild that was hand like, gesture. Yeah, that, that was, was like a, a tiny a little like and action and action and, action. and, action. and yeah, like and we're like we're gonna act some like really dramatic scene, and he doesn't want to like dun, take dun. us out of the moment. Hello, and whenever you're ready. Okay. <laughs> uh, hello. Hello. Hi. <laughs> Thanks for joining us today on the uh, inaugural edition of Booze and Brews. Yeah, we should uh, drop the fake like. Uh, we don't want people to assume that we have wonderful, like, dulcet tone voices because yeah, we don't. Yeah, that's true. So, uh, this is us. Get fucking used to it, you know? <laughs> like, um, we could pretend to be like, and if you think that this podcast over the next hour or however long I decide to <laughs> yammer decide at you. Decide to just ramble endlessly. Um, this not going to be the voice you're going to listen to. <laughs> this is going to be the voice you're going to get and deal with it. Yeah. Uh, so, this is the Booze and Brews podcast where we talk about booze. And brews. Woo! Woo! We're super creative in that way. Um, this is the lovely Melissa Quinn. Woo! I am joined by the very talented, beautiful, fantastic Vanessa Singleton. Way to oversell me there. <laughs> I'm not overselling you. It is the truth. <laughs> and then we have uh, Engineer Bob. Engineer out. Bob. What's happening? Woo! Hype woo. man. Hype. Woo woo. That's not hype. What? Thank there you. we go. There we go. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so, yeah, inaugural edition where we tell you stories about ghosts and yeah. then we drink beer. Yeah, pretty much. We're just going to tell each other ghost stories and then drink beer kind of inspired by the ghost story. Yeah. So it's just like sitting around, having some beers, trying to freak each other out. And then in the end, uh, Engineer Bob will decide whose story is the better of the two yeah. or is creepier not necessarily better yeah but like maybe creepier whatever there's no bob decides and then what beer is better yeah, yeah. so basically there's a winner and a loser every week <laughs> exactly <laughs> um, um so it's gonna get really really competitive yeah, so shit's getting real it's like yeah. the hunger games up in here yep um for, for beer and ghost stories may the booze be ever in your favor yes That's uh good. cool so i say we just get right down to it and get start it. with a ghost story do you want to go first I guess I can. Woo! All right. Well, um, for this inaugural edition, oh, God, I'm like about to set the glass down and I'm like, I don't want to make a noise. Just do it. Lean into the noise, Just guys. Lean into We're it. drinking beers. We each have a glass of beer in front of us. Yeah. So there are two. Yeah. So by the end of there's this, there's Melissa's beer and my beer. Yeah. So we're each drink, going to like drink two full beers over the course of this. Uh, yeah. And then you will get Because that sounded like a good idea when we were thinking about it. We'll see <laughs> no, how that it works is going to be a good idea. We'll see how well that works out for us in the finish line so yeah for the first uh, story here i am going to tell you all about the wonderful whaley house in san diego california Ooh. Ooh. wait whaley like a whale with a with a y at with the a end. jaunty y at the end yep all right yeah now i'm just picturing a jaunty whale you know they should probably rebrand their like family you yeah. know sign and then just make a whale with like a y at the end or his tail could be like a y oh uh, whaley That'd be cute. Yeah. And it's Bowler a hat, lot. Monocle. Well, oh, yeah, because... I was definitely picturing Monocle. I was picturing, like, a Mr. Peanut whale. <laughs> <laughs> like, maybe he's got spats on. Maybe he's... Yeah. <gasps> and a bow tie. Yes. Nothing I like a whale, a whale with, a with a cane. <laughs> yeah. Very helpful to for swimming. <laughs> <helps> <laughs> <in the water. laughs> he puts it in his blowhole when he's not using it. He's just like... 
Maybe he enjoys the feeling of it. I don't know. No judgment. Sex toy. Sex toy. <laughs> McCain's sex toy for whales. Whale sex toys. That's well, going to be I'd like to podcast. thank the uh, <laughs> local uh, gardener for turning on his, <laughs> his leaf blower. Leaf blower. This, very is very real. this is real. This yeah. is what real life yeah, is like. You yeah. guys, we live in L.A. There's never a quiet moment. No, there's never. just leaf blowers. There's just going to be traffic noises. More futile. <laughs> <laughs> so that's just what you get. So, the Whaley House. Now, I visited. This is going to contain. We visited. We visit. Oh, I'm yeah. sorry, Engineer Bob. Yeah, it's okay. Damn, points for Vanessa already. Shit. <laughs> um, so we visited the Whaley House a few years ago, um, but it is known as one of the most haunted locations in the United States. So I figured that would be a really good story. To start with. Um, and then I also have like personal experience. Yay! So then it's like there's a personal aspect to it. So the Whaley House was built in 1856 by a gent named Thomas Whaley, who was a transplant from the wonderful city of New York. And he actually made his way to San Diego through San Francisco. Uh, his store, he was a um, hardware woodworking a salesman was burned down in arson. Ooh, I know it's bad. And so he was like, "F this! I'm going to San Diego. The weather's nicer. There's a lot less people. Lot no less fires. Way less fires. Um, and they permanently. <laughs> it's funny. It's a true story. They actually permanently resettled in San Diego after a really big earthquake oh. in San Francisco. So let's get down to business. So shit just started going wrong, and he ended up in San I Diego. Mean, it's basically what you're telling me. Yeah. So fires, right away. So right just away, God is very wrathful towards his general direction. <laughs> no, these poor bastards, nothing's ever gone right for these guys. I mean, he should have just stayed in New York. Yeah. Um, no, so, I mean, like I said, it started pretty much right away in 1856 when he purchased the land. Now, he bought the land for a song. And you're like, why was it so cheap, you may ask? And the reason was... Indian burial ground. No. Oh, the so, so close, good. though. It was so close. <laughs> It was the um, land in which they used to hang people um, when they were convicted of crimes in so San Diego. It was pre-ghosted. It was yeah. pre-ghosted. Got you. So it was just so, all the soils like marinated in human blood, yeah. like yeah. and fecal matter, and mostly fecal matter. Yeah, it's like dies when you hang someone. Fecal matter. You poop. Poops. It just comes right out. You die, and your bowels just like let go. And then you're just left in a pile of your own <laughs> shit. But the good news is you're, you're dead. dead. You don't give a fuck. <laughs> you do not care about the cleanup. Super easy cleanup. <laughs> Super easy cleanup. Ghosts love poop, too. Little so, known fact. Well, good oh, I mean. Always informative. That's where always, the engineer Bob. Yep. Did you know that's where your spirit lives? In your poop. <laughs> so, um, so. The, um, like I said, the land on which the house was built was pretty much cursed from the beginning. And the funny story is the first ghost that was known to inhabit, haunt the land was a guy named uh, Yankee Jim. And Thomas Whaley actually watched Yankee Jim be executed. And he thought, yeah, I'm still going to buy this land. He thought, you know where I'm going to build my house? Right here. Right there. Right Right in the bones of Yankee Jim. He goes, well, I mean, go, uh, probably not. It's fine. Look, it's really cheap. He's an economical man. I get it. So he, All his shit burned down, so he probably's not like super fluid with right, the money. So. Right. So he's like, I will take whatever comes <laughs> yeah. my way. Ghostland, check. Check. So he built the house. It was completed in 1857, and he and his six children moved in. Uh, Anna, 
and a bunch of kids. I did not write their names down. That's fine. They because, don't matter. Eh, some of them matter, but most of them don't. No one cares about children. Um, no. So right away, the bad luck started with this poor family. Um, their first son, Thomas Jr., died of scarlet fever when he was a baby. Oh. Yeah. And then Violet, their, I think, second, third daughter, something like that, she committed suicide in the house at age 22. Um, Anna, the mom, died in the house at age 80. A son, Francis, died in the house. Another daughter, Lillian, died. A lot of these Whaley's died in this house. Gotcha. So you anyone can, suspects this is like old uh, Papa Whaley over there? Just like fucking just off and people left mouths to feed, guys. Yeah, he goes, you know, Scarlet Fever yeah. gets rid of that kid, and then when that twenty-two-year-old, she's it's just like God. Will you leave this house? It's time to move out. I think it's time to move out. Yeah, get out. Um. So yeah. Uh, the I'm going to go, I'm going to now, I'm going to go, I'm going to rewind. Okay. We're going to talk about Yankee Jim. Take it back. Yankee Jim. I like Yankee Jim. It's a really good name. It is, right? Like, if I'm going to have a... Like, he's the only Jim who is a Yankee. He's the only one. Only one. Well, I mean, in San Diego in the 1850s, yeah, he's probably the only Jim. (laughs) If you think about it, there probably weren't a lot of white dudes. Yeah. You know, especially, hence the name Yankee Jim. Gotcha. Yeah. Because he's a white dude. Because he's a white dude. Gotcha. Um... (laughs) So, Yankee Jim's story is kind of funny. He is a six foot four Yankee. So that's big. He was a big dude. Like, because back in the day, yeah, people were small. People were small. So to have this big motherfucker Yankee Jim, kind of crazy. So Yankee Jim couldn't find a job, didn't want to find a job. I don't know what his deal was, but he decided that a really good idea would be just to steal shit. Okay. So that was what he was known for. He's like, hey man, I'm here. Yeah, y'all know who I am because I'm the tallest motherfucker here. Yeah. I'm just going to go steal your stuff. Like, really easy to pick up at a police lineup. Yeah. Like, yeah, like who was it that you yeah. saw? Oh, it was the big, tall, white motherfucker. So, eventually, the local... Um, I don't know why they didn't just call him Big Tall White Motherfucker. Yeah. It's a much better name. It is a way better name. Or Sticky TM. Fingers GM. <laughs> no. Any, any number of great nicknames. Big Tall man. Motherfucker GM. Big Tall Motherfucker GM. So, <laughs> they finally got sick of Jim's shenanigans, and they decided, you know what? We're going to finally do something about it. So they arrested him, put him on trial. And what do you do when you're convicted of stealing? You kill them, of course. Apparently. So his times are tough. Times were tough. Not like, could you give back some of the things you yeah, took? Yeah, no, no, That's no. Not just kill we're going to hang you until you are dead. <laughs> yeah. That is what we're going to do. So I mean, that's one way to stop thievery. Yeah, just kill him. Be like, well, you can't. Get tough on crime. Yeah. Th- yes. There you go. Local San Diegans back in the day. Very tough on crime. So they um, built a gallows on the land, which will very soon house the Whaley house. And the gallows, because they didn't, they underestimated how tall Yankee Jim was. So the gallows, they it's built. not like they could just look at the mofo and, and be like, like put a, this like, should probably be a bit bigger. Yardstick up to him and be like, oh, he's tall. Yeah. Maybe we build the extra large gallows. No. Uh, they looked at him and they went, this is probably good enough. So they put the noose around his I neck. I mean, they did let him rob for a long time a long before time. they decided to hang him. So, And then when they did decide to hang him, they fucked it up. Yeah. Because he apparently, they put the noose around his neck and he was just chillaxing because it, so he could still touch the ground oh. uh, a little bit. Okay. So he kept his feet on the back of this like truck for as long as he couldn't find They're like, knock it off. And they like knocked him over his toes. We're scraping the ground as he slowly strangled to Oh, death. that's the worst. So it wasn't a quick... I mean, I imagine that's the worst. I don't... For those of you unfamiliar with hanging, 
you're supposed to have your neck broken. That's like, it's the, supposed yeah. to be instant. That's yeah. the best way to go. Because the other way is like very slow and painful. Oh, this was yeah. slow and painful. So the fact that people, that he is haunting the Whaley's house makes perfect sense. He didn't have the, it wasn't under the best of circumstances in yeah. which he died. It yeah, was like very a slow. very traumatic death. It and, and I just picture old Papa Whaley just like giving him the stink eye as he's, because he watched him hang, right? Yeah, he did. So he's just like looking at him being like, die so I can build a fucking house. Yeah, I want and murder all land. my children in it. Yeah, can we hurry this up, please? So I can murder all my <laughs> children. Uh, my deepest apologies to the Whaley family. If uh, there's any still alive, if, but they're probably all dead now. But yeah, probably murder. I mean, all signs are pointing to murder. So, um, that was when, actually, almost immediately is when they noticed, the Whaley family started noticing um, a lot of strange things in the house. They would notice, it, the, the biggest thing that was reported, and this is all from Wikipedia and the website, whaleymuseum.org oh, or some gotcha. shit. So they're trying to like drum up their shit. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, was that they would hear heavy footfalls. Like okay. when nobody was moving. Like so, a big motherfucker? Like, like a Yankee Jim? Like a big Yankee Jim motherfucker. So that's where the story came from, that it was Yankee Jim. And they used to have local kids come and try to like, at nighttime before they were supposed to go home, sneak into the house so they can try to catch the ghost. So Mrs. Whaley. Ca- okay, now, catch it's, the now it's fucking Scooby-Doo. It now it's is. what's happening. No, so it wasn't like catch, but they wanted to catch sight of it, not okay. necessarily okay. catch I was it, like, I would, like, like Ghostbusters style. Butterfly net, like what's no, their plan here? It's not like they have their little Ghostbusters machine. Gotcha. Not no Slimer. Um, so that was, and so the story started passing along to the you know all the local kids. That, hey, this house might be haunted. This house might be haunted. And then in some eighteen hundred year, um, Anna, one of or not Anna, the mom? Violet. Okay. Violet, sorry, one of the daughters. She and her sister got married on the same in the same year. And how very Brady Bunch of them. It was very Brady Bunch. Um, poor Violet. I feel bad for her. Like she's the one. Like, oh, it hurts my heart. Oh, just oh, because sweetheart. of the societal norms and stuff. So okay. Violet gets married to some dickhole. Like he turns out to be a dickhole while they were traveling east on their honeymoon. He, she wakes up one morning. And he's gone. <sighs> turns out he was a con artist. Oh, and no. all he did, he only married her because he wanted her dowry that yeah. he thought he was going to get. He left a little bit sooner than he got it. Um, oh. So Violet had Didn't to come. think it through. A lot of not thinking things through no, back no. in this uh, so, 1850s. So Vi had to come home disgraced because her fault, bitches, man, is her fault. Yeah, exactly. And it's, now she's like despoiled. Yes. So she comes back. Back despoiled. I don't know where that fucking came from, guys. She comes back. I went back. to college. I like to pretend I'm smart. She's yeah, been, one of them thesauruses. She's been deflowered. <laughs> so her deflowered, sad ass yeah. comes back home. And she is now shunned from polite society because her husband was a con artist. It's her fault, oh, apparently. It's 100%. I mean, it is her fault. Right. Right. Yeah. What did you do to chase off of that man? Exactly. I don't know why I gave him this, this southern, southern accent. accent. But. I don't know. Um, you can call him Yankee Jim. Southern California. Southern, Southern California. California. Violet, so, what did you do to chase him off? Jay Park's creepers. That's hot. <laughs> so she comes back and she's, and you know, no polite society will accept her anymore. Her sister, who was also engaged, there were three girls, I think. Her younger sister, who was also engaged, her fiance left. He goes, Mm-mm, too much scandal in this family, even though it's not related to you. So, this like, is very Pride and Prejudice. Like, it so is so he, Pride and Prejudice. So he bounced. So one daughter gets married, gets yep. jilted. She, the other one jilted pre-marriage. Pre-marriage because so, of what happened to yeah, poor sister. Yeah, the Whaley family, not, uh, not a good string of luck No, and Anna said that she feels like 
ba- uh, building the house where they did is the reason that a lot of this stuff ended gotcha. up happening. So Violet comes home. She is just sad, sad, depressed. Like her life sucks. So at the age of 22, she takes a shotgun to her chest and kills a shotgun to the chest. Yeah. Yeah. And just boom, that's it. And I was they like, caught him with a blow to the chest. Yeah. My, my hollow put a hole in his vest. Yes. <laughs> About to send two to they don't cry. Baby's going home. Yeah, more or less. That's a dirty South rap. All right, I'll, I'll let you go back to your story. <laughs> I was like, I don't know what he's doing, but he's on a roll. I'm like, he's he's rapping something. <laughs> he's is, doing is, some is Ludacris rap. for anybody in the audience? Uh, yes. Okay. Yeah. Never mind. Good old so, Yankee Vanessa doesn't know Ludacris. <laughs> so, <laughs> so um, yeah, needless to say, Violet most likely haunts this house yeah. because that's a lot of sadness and depression. And I feel really bad for her. Um, and so some of the... Um, and then everybody else just pretty much... I mean, Anna, the mom, she died of old age. Yeah. Francis died. He was a bit younger, but he was working to restore the house, and then he died. Um, Corinne, she took over. She died of, you know, of natural causes at an older age. So, but a lot of the Whaley members started, you know, dying. So it makes sense. But I feel like that happened in, like, old-timey houses. Yeah, people people just used to die at home. Yeah. Yeah. So, but I think just with, with the sadness of this family. Sorry. Yes, but what did you used to get in Oregon Trail when you would go dysentery? Dysentery. dysentery. Yeah. yeah, they all died of dysentery. Yeah. Anna has died of dysentery. Oh yeah, and um, Violet has died from a gunshot wound to the chest. I don't think that one ever made it to Oregon Trail. They no. were like, no, but you could shoot buffalo and stuff, buffalo and, they would and bears, and like and, bears. and like bunnies, yep. and they would fall to the ground and make a thud noise. I remember always being really sad. You like shoot a buffalo, you shoot like a bunny, which yeah. was hard because they were little. And you'd be like, yeah, I got the bunny, and it'd go like. <laughs> when he fell down, and he'd be like, "I killed a bunny. bunny." It's not even that much meat for my family. No, no. But you know, sometimes ROI when, on killing bunnies not good. But the no. thing is, when you needed some form of ROI sustenance, on killing and you had and you had all your other you know goods, and you had to go across that freaking river. Sometimes bunnies was what you had to eat. Yeah. Caught the wagon. Hit a rock, tip over. Tip over every damn time. All the time. Every it's time like you're for that river. Your shit is too heavy. We're going to tip over. You're going to lose it all. And then half of your like family's going to die. But you know what? You made it there in four days. Yeah. I mean, you are Bare like, bones ration. Breakneck yeah, pace. Yeah. Fuck you, Lewis and Clark. I made it. I made it. Donner pass. I just passed those <laughs> fools while they were eating each yeah. other. I was like, bye. Peace. Um, so, yeah. So, some of the um, reported uh, experiences. Sorry, that was my glass. No, you're fine. So some much of re- clinking. So some of the reported experiences in this house are gavel sounds in the courtroom because the Whaley house had multiple purposes. It served, one, as a household for the Whaley's, okay. hence the name. Two, a commercial theater. They used to have a traveling, entertaining troupe uh, perform in the upstairs bedrooms. They squeezed 150 people in this in like three of the bedrooms upstairs, and they would just like sing and dance and do whatever their carnival like, performing, like random street carnies, yeah, just kinda. like travel in the road carnies, yeah, more well, or that less. Seems like a good idea. Shakespeare with three teeth. <laughs> yeah, that sounds yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, exactly. So they did that, and then they also leased um, the downstairs room to the city of San Diego. Gotcha. As a courtroom. So this Whaley is an entrepreneurial fellow. He really is. He, when he's not setting things on fire and killing his entire family. Yeah, oh, yeah. he's causing well, earthquakes. I mean, I mean <laughs> if you think about it's it, a great it's, appreciation a really, for the theater. <laughs> it's a really great cover because they're like, look, I did all this stuff. You guys will never, ever, ever suspect me of murdering my whole entire family. Yeah, exactly. Plus, I if someone does that. show up murdered, we're like, well, I do let a lot of carnies into my house. Just to, you know, <laughs> and you don't blame <laughs> like, Way to just like push that blame off on someone else. Everybody set up the tilt-a-whirl, killed all the children. 
And then too, be like, well, you know, we had to try Yankee Jim in this courtroom. So I think maybe he snuck off and killed some of the people too. Yeah. Because I'm sure they worked as like a bed and breakfast to jailhouse. They're like, hey, I mean, like, guys, going to trial. It's just so funny to me to think that like the childhood house I grew up in, that like someone would turn the living room into a courtroom. courtroom. And then the upstairs bedrooms is where like yeah. Ringling Brothers would that come and have a so party. Weird. I mean, I guess he's just trying to make ends meet. You know, he's just yeah. trying to. He was the six only. Six mouths to feed. Well, progressively less and less mouths to feed. But. Right. <laughs> started out with six mouths to feed. But he had a corner on the market because he was the only dude. Oh, and there was a general store. So it's like he. His house, man. What? One-stop shop. You could do anything and everything at this Whaley house. This guy was a genius. That's right. So, like... Uh, he wanted to have all the money. So, like, they'd call, like, for a break from court, and then everyone would, like, go, go to, to the, the general next room and, like, buy some penny candies. And then buy some and food. And then eat them upstairs while watching, uh, The dancing you know, troupe. I imagine some sort of old-timey uh, gold miner guy blowing on a jug with three X's on it, you know? Yeah. Just, like... Mm-hmm. Yeah. And just, like, like, one that. of the little wash basins. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. So I don't know much about timelines, so I don't know when that sort of music was appropriate, but I'm imagining that it's appropriate. It's going to be this. appropriate right now. Young man's prospectors. Yeah, because exactly. yeah, this was like 1860s, so the gold rush up north was, what, 1849? I have zero idea. I'm not even going to pretend like I know when that happened. So here's a good thing. San Francisco 49ers. Why are they called the 49ers? Because 1849 is when the gold rush happened. So the people that came west were the 49ers. Um, Ooh, I just... A little bit of education today. You learned a little something. bit of a little sports yeah. education. A little sports, education a little sports in your ghosts. Uh-huh. Funny story. I went to uh, yeah, California State University, Long Beach, mm-hmm. whose mascot story. is okay. the 49ers, and I did not know that. I did not know that. <laughs> I just thought they really liked the number 49. I was just like, I don't know, the fucking 49ers, like a little gold panty man. I don't play it now. I just look 49 is my lucky number. <laughs> I don't know. You couldn't even say like California was a 49th state because it wasn't. I didn't. I never and if put you ever thought, thought into that, it until like just Jerry over the now. balcony. I thought it was because slutty girls from the shorties like to say there's nothing finer than a 49er. But see, that would be like the 69er and then it make it really dirty. I don't know. <laughs> I, anyway. Yeah. Anyway. So you schooled me. You've schooled me. I have. You've learned a I've little something. for if, some learnings. If anything, you've learned something today. Yay. Um, so some of the sounds that they heard, like I said, a gavel in the courtroom. They hear laughter and music in the upper rooms where they used to have the uh, little dancing troupe. So this is now like a museum or yeah, something? Yeah, so now okay. it's a museum. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Okay. So you go in. So you, this is like visitors. Like modern day visitors will like be walking through the courtroom and hear gaveling noises. Exactly. And be like, what? And then too, if you go to the website, um, they have pictures and then it's throughout the museum so Bob and I we went to the museum and throughout it they have like pictures that visitors have taken okay of shit where you of, see like, stuff orbs I don't know how I no, feel no, no, about no, no, the no. pictures of the orbs there was one god what was it it was like in the maid's kitchen and there was like a full figure fucking maid yeah. standing there and I'm like holy shit this is insane right, and then they have cool. um, <laughs> and some of them were like they will see um Mr. Whaley standing on top of the stairs, like in his little full suit. And they do have pictures of like a person in a window, kind of like overlooking the, the yard. Um, Mrs. Whaley supposedly like hangs out in the garden. Um, they hear children laughing. Um, they, they feel at least in the upstairs room where Anna committed, or sorry, Anna, Violet committed suicide. They feel this like sense of sadness. Okay. Like um, a and they feel like a pressure on their chest when they walk up there Ugh. and, you know, cause she so most there. of the haunting are like, uh, like jaunty little ghosts, like not like, not like nothing ghosts. No, 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 nothing. Like a maid hanging out spirited. in the kitchen is not yeah, a, just ghosts that like hanging they're out. They're just ghosts yeah. that really, like, really like, enjoyed their time at the Whaley house. Like that's a ghost that just like might make me a sandwich. I don't know. Yeah, like, you don't that's, know. Seems like you a know, good ghost. Maybe we should plays. ask. Yeah. We should be like, hey, hey. I mean, if she still thinks she's working, I'm a 
peckish right now? Yeah. You give me a little Sammy? A little, a little Sammy? Sammy? Ooh, I'll get um, right on that. But, like, they will see... <laughs> <laughs> Bob's ghost made voice. <laughs> Would you like butter on your sandwich? I can um, toast it for you. <laughs> But give it'll be girl. cold by the time I give it to you because of my ghostly hands. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, no. Oh, oh no. Oh, my equipment. <laughs> Bob broke the podcast. Bob broke it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, some of the other stuff, too, that you'll see is like chairs will rock on their own. Chandeliers will sway. Like your typical okay. ghosty kind of stuff. Um, but then here's the one that, with my personal experience that other people have reported, is Yeah, we will, should probably go through like what we did because we went in. They will smell. Hold on. Well, because we, we went upstairs. Wow. That was that was Melly being mad at Bob going. Bruh. No, because like we went upstairs. Let me like, finish we, my fucking story. Okay. <laughs> no, I just I wanted was, to say, and some of the things you smell: Cuban tobacco, French perfume wafting through the halls. The end. Now, it. let's talk about our story. Okay. Okay. I feel like Bob really wants to tell this no, story. No, I was really excited. Bob, Bob, tell the story. <laughs> yeah, Bob, no, 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 no. I, I no. was gonna. Oh wow, this took a turn. I know. I was just trying to have some Remember fun. Remember, we tried to have that podcast, and then you guys got divorced from yeah. the first podcast. <laughs> creepers. I was really excited. No, because we went upstairs, and we, we went into the into like the room where they yeah. have all the, I think, was that the courtroom room? The courtroom was downstairs. Courtroom room? The courtroom room was the court downstairs. Room. No, but th- that was the one where they did the plays. The plays was upstairs, So we, yeah. we went to the plays room, and they, we, we saw like the pictures of like the, the, the scary people that had their you know the photographs of the specters in yeah, the background. Yeah, okay, okay. So was I was cool. all like, I'm going to sit in this pew here, yep. and you're going to take pictures of me, and there's going to be somebody sitting next to me, I guarantee yes. it. Didn't happen. Nothing uh, happened. And then I was well, like, well, maybe. Because when you want it to happen, it doesn't oh, happen. Oh, yeah, no, no, yeah. no. And then and we I was took like, a picture of the staircase. How about orbs? No, no We wanted orbs in the stairwell. We're like, take a picture on the stairwell, because people, that's where they like sense the pressure, and I'd I felt fine. Yeah. yeah, I was like, "This is None a fucking ripoff!" Like, yeah. the whole time we walked through, not yeah. a chandelier was swinging, no shit. not a chair was rocking, like sometimes not a gavel sound. Yeah, I feel like sometimes if you want it too bad, I feel like the ghosts can sense yeah. your desperation. Oh, it's I like was... last call at the bar, and the ghost is like, mm. "Ghosts thin on the ground in there, man." Yeah. yeah, so I'm like, "God damn it!" So we're like making our way out, and we pass the completely like. As it was when the Whaley's lived their living room set. Mm-hmm. So it had this chair. It had all the furniture. It had like the, the decorations and everything. You're like, this is what it was like when Thomas Whaley was there and Got dead. You. And I, my, what caught my eye was this like purpley velvet rocking chair. And I thought, because that's fucking bananas amazing. It is. And I was like, this is so cool. But what made it even cooler is my grandma had the same chair, but with green velvet. Oh. And I'm like. And I mentioned something to Bob, and so I was like, oh my god, my grandma had that chair. I used to, it's a fucking antique. It's probably worth thousands and thousands oh, yeah. of dollars. Me as a child would, like, surf on that damn oh, yeah, thing. Like, over it. I would color it with crayons. And I would try oh, yeah. to make it rock oh, as yeah. far and Just fast try as I to could. Fucking break that shit. Here's this but chair, like, 200 made, years old. But they made shit to last back oh, then. Oh, yeah, like, I didn't you do that it. on an Ikea chair, you look at it sideways and it falls apart. Yeah. Like, no, this, this is shit, legit. No, my, like, because my grandma babysat me every mm. single day, and I would surf on that chair every single day. Never, never broke. So I was telling Bob about that and the woman who works like the guide she's all like in her old timey lady garb oh, and she comes over and she starts talking and as we're talking about the chair I get this smell of like cigar smoke uh-huh. and you think nothing of it because the door was open you're like someone smoking you're like you, yeah it doesn't seem weird yeah so the woman was like do you guys smell that and I said yeah I did and she goes well just go look really quick is anybody smoking there was nobody smoking anywhere near the building so she smelled it too yeah, or she yeah. smelled oh, it too you. she was yeah. like do you yeah. smell that yeah go check and she it out goes, like, there's, yeah. yeah i was like yeah it's just whatever and she goes you shouldn't no. be smoking near all these antiques what a and jerk and she goes look there's nobody smoking outside and i thought holy shit she's right 
And so I got all excited. And I was like, yes. it happened! <laughs> and I was like, I just had a ghostly experience. Uh, and I got really, really excited. But that's that's the extent of that's my That's still super cool, though. Yeah. Because that's the kind of haunting that that place was, though. It yeah. wasn't like mm-hmm. a poltergeist kind of a, like, I'm going to eat your babies. Right. It was just like, like, I'm still chilling in this house. Yeah. yeah. It's very much a ghost of like, we're just going to hang out. Which kind of makes sense if you think about it. Because even if they don't know that they're dead and they're just like still hanging out in their house, they're used to a bunch of randos being in their house. Yeah. Exactly. So they're just like, I don't know. People come and go. I, I don't mm-hmm. know why they're here. Like, it's there's just a, a normal of, Tuesday for them. There's a lot of convicts. They're like, man, there's a lot of people in this courthouse. Yeah. Uh, be like, I don't know what's going on in the world today. Things are turning to shit. Things are turning to shit. Look at it. Things are already shit. They're like hanging people for stealing <laughs> for things. Stealing things. Pretty, Building houses shitty. on graveyards. Yeah. 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 And, and uh, you know, blaming poor 20-something-year-olds for their, you know, husbands yeah. being Can't con artists. Can't keep a man. This is all your fault. She, she was probably a- fucking those carnies upstairs, man. Like, well, at bananas some point, crazy, yeah, right? she had Just to. like... She's a she's a despoiled woman. She exists. She's she's just, just she might like, as well own it. Fucking she's giving gonna, that milk away at this point, man. Like no one's buying the cow. You can't have that milk spoil. <laughs> right. That sweet honey right. pot can't I mean, go dry. And at twenty two, she's like an old maid. Yeah. Like no one wants her now. Nobody. Yeah. Nobody. Old lady. Old like, lady. Uh, Vicky over there. Yeah, Vicky. <laughs> Her name? Victoria. Violet. 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 Sorry. Violet like, came back from road trip. Yeah. She Time comes to- back from a road yeah. trip all gross. It's like college girls do that. Same thing happens and they're fine nowadays. You know, you go one last road trip before <laughs> college. You end up- Haven't you seen that Britney Spears movie? Yeah, yeah, now people go away with their husbands, get fucked and get abandoned all the time and oh, they're fine. They're fine. <laughs> they realize the man is they're the t- asshole that he is. They're totally fine. <laughs> Meanwhile, this poor chick. They wear a lot of white sweaters. They watch Nancy Myers movies. They're fine. <laughs> read a lot of YA novels. <laughs> I, I read a lot of YA novels. I know. It's okay. It's fine, guys. I'm not covering anything. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. I'm fine. Really. It's fine. Uh, <laughs> so that brings me, I think, that's the conclusion of my story. And yeah, I think this so brings the Whaley House in San Diego. In San Diego. So now I'm going to tell you about the beer. Yeah, so now explain, explain the beer. So hold one moment while I go grab, here, do like a little interim dance while I go grab the can because yeah. I can't Okay, that's what I'm going to do. I'm dancing right now. I'm super dancing. It's a really good dance. You're sorry that you're missing it because this is a podcast. All right, I'm back. So the beer that I've selected for the story of the Whaley House is Modern Times Beer Black House. Oh. oh, so one, mm. Modern Times is a San Diego, California brewery. It is a San Diego it brewery. It is, and Black House, I think, is very appropriate. Yeah, for a haunted house. For a haunted house yeah. where a lot of dark, horrible things happen. It is a coffee roasty stout. It is a stout. And I, when I selected this beer, I said to Bob, I'm like, Vanessa does not like a stout. No, she does not. And, and I said but that I you was, need to get with the program because these are delicious. Go and, fuck yourself so hard. <laughs> and I uh, don't mansplain to me about beer. I'm allowed to like what I like. No. Yes. It's not the 1850s anymore. Yeah, mansplainer. <laughs> you ass. Get out of my house. So Let's that, take another turn. What the shit? Guys, we get really violent on this podcast. <laughs> I'm going to defend my friend, damn it. Um, so that is the beer that I selected. And when I saw Black House, I was like, that's that's the one. And I will say, as I'm not a big fan of a stout, um, it is uh, it is like a milky, it has like a good maltiness to it. And it does like have a, good a strong coffee, coffee flavor. Yeah. yeah. It's not a bad, as far as stouts go, no. it's not a bad stout. It's not overly bitter. It's not overly heavy. Right. It's and, creamy. Yeah. And you can purchase this at Vendome. 
if you live in the Los Angeles area, and if you don't, uh, go I don't know where you look it. it up. Yeah, I mean, yeah. or you go to fucking San Diego. You go to and go to the Whaley House because it sounds pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. it's red. There is. Oh, this beer is vegan. It says really big on the can. This beer is vegan. That's how you know it's from California. <laughs> it's vegan, they, gluten-free It's gluten-free. Bear. So, wait. They have the um, SRM. It's a stout. It's probably not gluten-free. Yeah. <laughs> so, they're like, so on the back of the can, it's like SRM Black 90, whatever the hell that means. Sure. IBU 40. Okay. Okay, that's the bitterness. Like, yeah. That's, so, it's not super bitter. Yeah. But final gravity, 1.018. It's got... Know. 1.018 gravity. I mean, that's yeah. if you're gonna have a gravity, that's what you that's should have. That's a gravity. It's a good drink. number. Um, Knowing absolutely nothing about what that number means, I'm pleased with it. They also tell you what is in it. <laughs> Did you know that this is 75% Ethiopian, 25% Sumatran coffee? Oh, in case you gave a shit. I can taste when the you, Ethiopian. Yeah, it, it does. <laughs> it does have a really strong coffee flavor. Like this is like breakfast beer. Yeah. You could definitely yeah. have this beer for breakfast. Yeah. You know, I think Along I'm going with your to. Eggs and- yeah, yeah, my eggs. Yeah, and your my golden grams. Yeah, that's what I should have done this morning Just when I was eating my golden over the golden grams. It's delicious. Just deal with it. Um, but then they also... I could put down about 17 of these. Oh, okay. really Um, oh, and then at the end it says, taste the OCD. No, I don't want to taste any OCD. That's a horrible, crippling disease that affects millions of people, and we should not make fun of it. <laughs> yeah. So, that's my beer. It's 5.8% by volume. By All right. And it's a good beer. I mean, I feel like as not a stout liker, it's not, it's not a bad beer. Yeah. No. It's not a bad beer. It is very similar to the stone coffee milk stout, but, um, I think I actually might like this better. They roast their own coffee. Fun fact. Nifty That's fact. Probably they call why it a so nifty good. fact on oh. the can. They say we're the one of the only brewers in the world to roast our own coffee, which allows us to be extremely persnickety about which beans we buy and how we roast them. Oh, excellent use of the word persnickety. That's yeah. one of my favorite words. It's a good one. It is a really good word. I think that's going to be the word of the day. Can we have one of those too? Like <laughs> the booze and brews word of the day. Persnickety. So that's my story, Vanessa. I want to hear your story. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, I want to so, hear your story and drink heavily. I know. So my story, we decided to start off this with like uh, stories that we both had like a bit of a personal touch. So Mally talked about where she went to the Whaley House and had this experience. So I picked a place that's like not super haunted, doesn't have like a big haunted history, but I was there recently and had a bit of an experience of my own. So that's what sort of sparked me doing this location. I wish you could see my face right now. For the podcast. Yeah, she's making a really good face. She's very excited. Big face. I um, love personal experience. So she my- just did a, a quote, big face. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I don't mean to interrupt. Continue. Um, so mine is about, and I I'm apologize to anyone who is from Pennsylvania and knows how to say this word, because I do not know how to say this word. Um, but it is the cac... Cacoctin Furnace. It's C-A-T-O-C-T-I-N. Cacoctin? I don't know. I'm going to call it the Cat Furnace. No, I'm not, because that sounds terrible. Yeah. I'm not going to call that. As a woman with a meow yeah, shirt, I'm right now a cat, cat shirt is literally wearing a cat shirt. Uh, I'm just going to call it the Furnace. But anyway, it is, it's named after the Cacoctin Mountains, which are in Pennsylvania. Um, and this is right outside... Um, it's right outside Gettysburg. Mm. Um, where they which, had an address. Yeah. So that's where I went. I went to Gettysburg because Gettysburg is supposed to be like one of the craziest, most haunted locations ever. So I spent all day walking around Gettysburg, um, which people have 
paranormal experiences there all the time. Their biggest complaint, like on all the ghost boards for Gettysburg, is that it's so crowded that like it's it like sometimes you can't tell if it's a ghost or it's like another person. Um, so <laughs> another like, yeah, just some random fucking your tourist from Kansas. Yeah, I don't know. Scrabbing um, at your ankles. You I don't know because I imagine ghosts at Gettysburg because they're dead to be reaching from the ground. Yeah, so what are they coming right up? Ankles. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. they just riddled with musket balls and they can't stand up. Creepy Civil War reenactors <laughs> with weird mustaches. Yeah. Oh, were there yeah. a bunch of them? Are you there? a ghost no. or just a weirdo? No. So I went um, the week between Christmas and New Year's, which uh, one, it's fucking cold because uh, sure. it's East Coast December. It's fucking cold. Um, and there was... It was so uncrowded. There were, I probably saw, and Gettysburg is like, it's a military park. So it's basically like a state park, but it has this big military history. But it's huge. It's like acres and acres of land. And I think I probably saw over the course of the entire day, 30 people, 40 wow. people. Like it was not crowded at all. We did the like driving tour through it and like there was no backlog of traffic. Anytime we wanted to like pull over, there was plenty of space to pull over Dude. and like walk out to any of the monuments we wanted to look at. So if you ever want to check out Gettysburg, go when it's fucking cold because no one's there. Yeah. That sounds, I mean, helpful hint. But wear a jacket. <laughs> yeah. Bring a jacket, bring a hat. Bring Travel a tips. Yeah. Um, so this, so this furnace is, it's sort of right outside Gettysburg. It was built in 1774, um, and it took two years to become operational, which made it sort of like perfectly timed for the end of the Revolutionary War. Mm -hmm. So they were like, fuck, we like built this fucking furnace to make cannons and like cannonballs and all that Mm -hmm. shit for the war and then war over. Um, so this guy named Thomas Johnson and his two brothers, they, yeah, they built, (laughs) they they built this furnace. Um, to throw cats into. No. <laughs> okay. Well, because at that um, point, what good was it for? Not for war. Well, so it's funny because it didn't turn a profit for a really long time, but the brothers kept it open because they had sort of built like a town built up around it. And they knew that if they shut it down, it would like decimate this population. Like this is the only thing people were making money from was working at the furnace. Like Detroit. Yeah. Just like Detroit. Um, so, oh, and funny sidebar. So Thomas Johnson is two brothers who built it. Thomas Johnson later went on to become uh, the first governor of Maryland. Ooh, yeah. not Pennsylvania. Yeah, well, because the furnace is like, right, is like right on the border. Oh. So it's like right there. Gotcha. Um, he so was he, like, hey, look at this cool furnace I built. He was like, check check this fucking furnace out. Oh, governor? Okay. okay. I will. <laughs> I think I will take your governorship. Um and then he later went on to become a justice of the Supreme Court. So Ooh. he was like a pretty, pretty smart guy building a furnace. Smart and guy. No yeah. Governor. Governor. Furnace constructorator. <laughs> furnace Supreme Court justicer. Yeah. yeah. Um, what can't the man do? Nothing. Uh, so yeah, so they made <laughs> cannons and cannonballs. Um, the furnace ran, so it like definitely had a boom during the civil war because it was right outside gettysburg which is where a lot of the fighting happened like right in that because it's sort of the border between the north and the south mm. so he was working on the side of the union so of the northern soldiers um okay, and they, so he's a good guy yeah we he's a good guy him. um yeah we like him and it ran it it worked up until like the early 1900s when eventually the we stopped warring well the we'd stopped warring before that but, on, well on our own land yeah. we kept warring yeah after we that. do we really just keep warring all the time but we're like we're just not gonna do it here we'll go somewhere else and do it um but this so, was a big mess <laughs> really 
Who wants to clean no it up? one wants to clean this up anymore. Yeah. I'm sick of it. Um, so they closed it in like the early 1900s and then the government bought it. And then during the depression, they turned it into a big park, like a big um, state park. So they Where put a bunch of people to work cats. like, okay, I'm so sorry. I brought up the cat thing. I'm not. If I could go back in time, not. I regret it no. so deeply. But I mean, I'm just saying, wouldn't that be a fun adventure? Be like, hey, kids. Let's make your own. Never mind. No, no, no. Um, so, oh, and the furnace's name is Isabel. He made, they made three furnaces total. And this, like the big furnace that's still standing today is the second furnace they built. And her name is Isabel. Because oh. apparently you name furnaces after ladies, like ships. Okay. Because a furnace, a lot like a ship. Well, because we're smoking Except hot. Um, so. The accurate. The, accurate. <laughs> yeah. Comment. I'm tired of getting yelled at, so I'm just going to agree. <laughs> <laughs> so, um. So the the uh, the Johnson brothers who ran the furnace, they like I said, they like they were trying to give people a reason to work, trying to like put money into this town. So after the Battle of Gettysburg, which was just horrific, and I have more about Gettysburg later, so we'll circle back around to that. But after the battle. Um, soldiers from both sides were just sort of wandering away from the site of the fight and they like they didn't know which side they were on anymore they didn't know where their people had gone because Gettysburg was just a big bloody clusterfuck of death Um, just crazy and so these people would just start wandering away and if they stumbled upon the furnace they could get a job there like like the Johnson brothers would just be like it's okay like like you can stay in the boarding house and you can work at the furnace and you can like figure your shit out. I won't tell anybody where you're from. Which is like a super nice thing to do. Yeah. Like well, he was trying to on the union side, and they were telling that to the yeah. They were taking. Like, hey, man, they would take anyone. Damn. Um. So apparently, what happened is one day. So the furnace ran like 24 seven. Um. And one day, one of these, uh, there's a big shift of people working, and. Th- a bunch of the workers were from the Confederate side and they somehow found out that there's one guy on shifts with them who's a Union soldier. Oh, no. Um, and they just decided so much nope to him and they threw him in the furnace. No! And they just cooked him all up. Fuck yeah. Shut yeah. up. That's rad. So, <laughs> did, did so Mr. They, Johnson, like, I don't, I would hope that you would get fired for that sort of thing. But <laughs> I don't know. I'm talking about fired in the permanent sense. Like, all those fuckers should go in the furnace too. I don't know. Well, I don't but know. But they made cannonballs there. They made cannons and cannonballs, yeah. They so made, he became a cannonball. Okay, but how no, cool no, is that? No, no, he no. became like fuel for yeah, he, he became was fuel. like he like because they're you they're keeping had, costs low. You had to, yeah, exactly. <laughs> they were like, look, we're decimating the forest, so we're just yeah. gonna start burning Union soldiers. Yeah. Oh my god. So yeah, so apparently they just one day threw this Union soldier guy, poor guy, oh, into poor the furnace bastard. and cooked him all up alive. Um, so the main ghost sighting that they see at this furnace is they see a man in his union uniform and he, if tourists are like wandering around, um, like trying to come into the building, he will show up and he will like point his rifle at them to try and keep them out of the building because he feels like it's not safe in the building because he was murdered Murdered in the building. By everybody he worked Um, with. So that's what people say that they see is this union soldier guy. So I went to the furnace um, after spending all day long at Gettysburg, and I like wanted to check this place out. It sounded really cool. Just wanted to like stop by. It's sort of on the way back to DC. So I was like, yeah, I'll just stop in for a minute or I'm whatever. Stop by a furnace. Yeah, just gonna stop by a furnace. Isn't that what like haunted furnace? Yeah, that's what I do on vacation. Um, so I was with my cousin Catherine, who uh, has zero Motorcycle? interest. Shush. 
yeah, sorry, Biker motorcycle. Boys. Sorry about that. Um, who has Animals. zero interest in ghosts and uh, did not want anything to do with my ghosty Did she, like, stay in the car the whole time? She was, like, trying to be really good about it. <laughs> um, but so we come to this, and, you know, we'd spent all day at Gettysburg. We'd gone to a couple breweries, because, uh, <laughs> shockingly, guys, I like beer. Um, no. So by the time we got to the furnace, it was probably like five o'clock in the afternoon. But it's East Coast wintertime, so it's fucking like pitch black midnight dark. <laughs> yeah, Hell yeah. Um, and this furnace, which is in the middle of the woods, um, off of like a road, Not like creepy. there's no light, there's no. no nothing. So I discovered on this trip that it's hard to because the things I want to see, it's hard to sightsee at night. I kept making Catherine. I was like, let's go to this cemetery. Walking around a cemetery at night, it's just really fucking dark. <laughs> you can't <laughs> see your anything. Cell phone flash there's no like, yes, a hundred percent. I just walk around my cell phone flashlight, and I would walk and like here's try and read the tombstones. Guy. And then Catherine would at some point just be like, nope, and walk away. And then I turn around <laughs> and be alone in a cemetery at night, <laughs> That's and just not scary be standing at all. there like Catherine. Kevin, would you go? <laughs> and then I'd like have to find my way back to wherever she parked the car. And she'd just be sitting in the car, being like, "Yeah, I got done with that, and I abandoned you." <laughs> in a cemetery, in a dark cemetery, um, tripping on gravestones the whole way back. Yeah, exactly. Like, um, no ghosts. You're the reason <laughs> that there's going to be like injuries. an uptick in like yeah. ghostly activity because you kept stepping on these poor people. I'm they're like, just off up there. They're like, dude, it's nighttime. We're trying to sleep. <laughs> yeah, we're dead, but that doesn't mean we, you know, we yeah. need a good eight hours. We or, still keep a good circadian rhythm, so yeah. you know. Or maybe that's when they have all their ghosts orgies and I was like in the middle of it I'm gonna pretend that that's what happened because that seems more fun um, so we come to I'm the furnace. I'm so into that. And it's Ghost orgy? So into that. So into that. So we come up on this furnace, and it's dark out. And Catherine's like, I don't know what we're going to fucking see. And I'm like, I don't know. It's a building. And it's sort of a big, it's like a big stone building that's attached to a, another building, which is sort of open on one side. So if you imagine like a sort of like mechanics garage where the big like roll top doors are up. So it's got three walls, but then it's sort of open on one side. And I guess that's where they used to like bring all of the raw materials in and to like stop it from being a thousand degrees in there and to get all the smoke out and stuff. Cause the actual like boiler furnace itself is like tucked back in the corner of that. Um, so I'm like, I'm just going to go walk around it or whatever. So I'm walking around with Catherine a little bit. Um, she noped out, said nope, and <laughs> like went back to the car. <laughs> she just super fucking abandoned me. And I'm like, I'm just going to go walk inside and see. So I'm like walking and it's like it's like in the middle of a meadow surrounded by forest. Um, and it's there's all these leaves. So I'm like crunching through the leaves to get there. I get inside the building. I'm like shining my flashlight around and I start to just be like, I like there's a gate in the back, which is like connecting this sort of barn ish building Mm. to the main brick building, main uh, stone building. And I walk over to be like, can I go in this door and like go into the building itself? And I can see that it's a modern day, like security, like Uh, iron security door that's like closed and like, it's like with a finality closed. So I'm like, okay, it's obviously like they don't want me going in there. What else had a sign that said Vanessa go away? Yeah. I mean, I'm sure the building was like about to fall down. It's really (laughs) old. Uh, So maybe that's why they keep people out. So I was just like, okay, I can't get in that door. So I turn around to go. And as I turn around, I hear the like super sound effect creaky like. No. The door opening. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. And I can hear I can I'm physically watching it swing open like to a degree of like this is and it's inside. So like this is not wind. Right. There is no one else here. There's literally no one else here except for Catherine who has noped off to the car. (laughs) She's like (laughs) Um, knitting in the car. Yeah. She is just like listening to pop music and trying to pretend like she's somewhere else. Um, But so I was just like, oh, 
oh, that's creepy. And so I turn around to like start walking out and I'm like crunching out. And then I hear like, it sounds really loud, the crunchy noises. So then I like stop walking and I keep hearing the like crunchy yes! noises. Yes! And I was like, and I <laughs> how fast did you run ran <laughs> like like a skedaddle like cartoon animal like more than scamper yeah like back to the car and I get in the car and I'm like trying to explain to Catherine what happened and she's just like yeah dude that's why I'm not fucking going over there <laughs> and I was like no you and did I this yourself and I like I like spooky stuff oh, yeah. I like all this stuff I like you know went with it's kind of cool to be scared we're talking but about I our love of it freaked myself out with this that's fucking crazy so I was like no I need to like calm down and I need to go back out I need to like walk around the building and just see that it's like in my head that this is not a real thing like it's like I'm like it this is not a th- I need to like conquer my fear yeah so I need to go back out that's so good I'm trying- I would have like pedal to the metal oh like, no I could have like zoomed out of oh, there no, because I was like no if I leave the ghost wins so <laughs> I had to conquer the ghost I'm gonna beat you um, so I, I'm like trying to convince Catherine to go back out with me. She's she gets as far as opening the car door and then takes like one step towards it. And she's just like, no, and gets back <laughs> in the car. And I was like, okay, it's fine. I'm just, I'm going to go. So I walk back. I walk like halfway from the parking lot to where the furnace is to try and just, I'm like, just going to walk around the outside of it. Like, I'm just going to convince myself that it, that it was fine. just you yeah that it was my time. overactive imagination and the beers that i'd had earlier in the day <laughs> i'm just hammered yeah so i start to walk back to the house and i again hear the fucking like crunchy on the leaves and i was just like uh-uh and like sprinted <laughs> back to the car <laughs> and got in the car and closed the door and then Catherine was like okay like we're leaving mm-hmm. and i was trying to explain to her like about the door and it mm-hmm. opened and all the stuff and so were you I, just inside like a <laughs> yeah i was like and then the door it opened and then it was continuous i'm sure that's what happened um in my head i was very like eloquent with my explanation oh, yeah. but i'm sure i wasn't reality you were yeah. like slobbering yeah i was just like like just crying <laughs> just snot running down my face <laughs> So then um, as we're leaving, I'm trying to explain to Catherine like where the door is and it's in the back corner or whatever. It's like a modern day security door. Um, and so as we're pulling out of the parking lot, I tell Catherine like angle your car around so you're like shining the headlights of your car into the building mm-hmm. so you can like see the door that I'm talking about. So she like like does a weird U-turn thing so credit, she can man. angle she the car. Well, because now she's in the safety of her car. Yeah. So she feels, uh, true. Yeah, she feels good about this. You can run ghosts over with yeah, your car. Yeah, she just run ghosts over. It's totally fine. It's totally fine. <laughs> I'll kill him again. Yeah. It's fine. They're Already dead. No it, crime no there. No crime committed. Um, so as she's angling the car around and shines the lights into the building, you can clearly see the door in the back corner of that building fucking closed. <gasps> oh. Yeah. So I was like, I wonder if it was that Union Soldier guy who was just like, nah, dude, don't go in there. Yeah. People are going to murder you. <laughs> like, I'm saving you. Yeah. So I'm going to save you because yeah. I died. Yeah. There's a bunch of Johnny Rebs in there trying to kill people, <laughs> throwing them into the Wow. So that was my like not a big story, but what like, are you talking like about? creepy enough. And okay, I, I had my fucking out. cigar smoke, and you yeah. had like goddamn doors noises. opening and like crunchies. Yeah. Oh. Um. So I, got, I had the crunchies. Yeah, I got the crunchies. I, I went to Pennsylvania and saw crunchies. I got the leaf for- crunchies. Mm-hmm. That's good. 
Um, That's a great I got experience. leafy crunchies. I got the leafy crunchies. Um, so then just to like wrap, so I went to Gettysburg to try and see ghosts in Gettysburg because Gettysburg has this crazy haunted history. So I started looking into like the ghosts of Gettysburg to try and find like a better story because mm-hmm. one random Union soldier ghost didn't seem that good to me. So yeah. I want more death. Please. I know. Guys, I have the burpees. <laughs> I do too. <laughs> I don't know if the last um, one was caught on the microphone, but. So I started looking into Gettysburg to like find a good ghost story and there's a bunch like like thousands of ghosts have been seen since the Battle of Gettysburg. But I found one really cool story I thought I would share because it predates the fight. It's there was a ghost in the Battle of Gettysburg, according to legend. What? Yeah. So. Oh, what side did he fight on? So little tiny bit of backstory. So Gettysburg was a, a big battle that was fought during the Civil War. It was July 1st to 3rd during um, 1863. And like I said, it was just a big bloody clusterfuck of death because from both sides, from the Union side and the Rebel side, there was, they think around like 170, 160,000 men who fought in this war. And over 50,000 of them died All dead. either in Gettysburg or like very shortly thereafter from Ooh. their wounds at Gettysburg. That's like one in three. That's yeah. like a third of the people who fought this battle died. No wonder dudes were just like, I'm going to fuck off and I'm going to yeah. go to yeah. this like I'm going to go furnace. work in the furnace. Yeah. Well, and the problem was because it's like, it's just a weird space like small farming town like not even a town there were like a couple like of farmhouses in the middle of nowhere yeah. um it's the middle of the summertime it's apparently like the hottest week of the year when this fighting I is taking place and it took them and there's so many dead people and like so many Ugh. injured people and it was a, a bulk of the union forces and it's sort of on the union line there so it took them over a week to clean up all the dead bodies can you imagine how bad that smells oh yeah so it's just oh. like because there's some famous uh, i forgot his name some famous photographer who went Bill. through like four days after the fight and just took pictures of all these bloated, decomposing, the rancid bodies. Ugh. Just just like, like who just That's gonna be my Christmas died card. where they fell. Do like, you think that was like his Christmas card? Oh, sure. Yeah. <laughs> Happy Merry holidays. Christmas. Happy holidays Dead from people. Gettysburg. From death. Be like, here's what I did this year. Death. Oh, you know, you can put it in like, you know, Christmas Were those those long, old exposure cameras too? So we had to like sit there and like, Probably. Probably. 1863. Well, I wondered how many of those people were like maimed or badly yeah. injured yeah, yeah, yeah. and then just sat died. there for three days baking in the sun waiting for somebody to come help and them. then just died just groaning just oh. yeah miserable and especially it took the he's confederates like, a lot longer to clean up their dead than it did the union people help me and he's just like i'm just a photographer bro yeah, I can't exactly. help <laughs> and then the actually union, if you could hold still that would yes. be really stop, you could stop yeah. moving yeah or, just gonna, or breathing yeah. maybe i'm just gonna i'm just gonna put my hand over your mouth it's like a small <laughs> mercy until you suffocate God. Um, no, imagine his Christmas card. Dear family, here it was a big year. 1863 was a big year for me. So one of those letters. It was a photographer Bill household. I went, went to Gettysburg. <laughs> I saw some shit. Took some pictures of dead people. I'm eternally haunted in my soul and my person. Merry Christmas. And I have to burn my camera. Yeah. yeah. Too many ghosts um, in the camera. So, so I don't know if you know anything about the Battle of Gettysburg. I did not. But apparently, there was a lot more Union soldiers than Confederate soldiers. It was on, like, sort of Union territory. But we were losing. We were, like, kind of getting the shit kicked out of us. Um, and then at one point, uh, the Union troops were retreating. And they came upon, like, a, like, uh, like, come upon, like, a crossroads. And they're like, which way do we go? Like, do we go right or do we go left? I'm not sure which way we should go. 
we'll have to run away from the Confederate soldiers. And apparently some tall guy on a white horse rode up Gandalf. and was like, you got to fucking go this way. This is the way to go because this is the way that's going to take you to higher ground. And once you have the higher ground, you can like fucking squash these little rebellious fuckers. So they described him as like they no one knew who he was, um, but he was wearing like old he seemed like he was wearing like an old, older clothing and a trifold hat. So they were just like, we don't know who this fucking dude is. So apparently they the called the them. general or whatever, Chamberlain was his name, who was like in charge of this group of people and called him over and were like, this guy is telling us to go up. Like, should we go this way? So this guy comes over and he like sees rando dude on a big white horse wearing a trifold hat and who's telling him to go north. So he's like, okay. Uh, I'm going to fucking listen to this guy. <laughs> and they went like, I've never seen you before, yeah. but you're yeah. on a white horse. Well, no, we're going to come to that. So, so he's like, okay, so they go <laughs> north, which took them up to the hill called Round Top, which was like the ultimate battle of Gettysburg. And it's where we finally got the higher ground and we were able to quash all of the- Fuck just, you rebels. Yeah, just fucking kill the Confederate soldiers. And that's where we won is because they had chosen to go left on this path instead of right. So then in his official documents that he like turns in and says like, this is what happened. This is my like what recollection of yeah. it. He says, dude on the horse- the ghost of George Washington. No! Yes. Hell yeah. So George Washington's ghost shows up, fucking helped us win the Civil War. Because win of Gettysburg, liberty and America. Us win the Civil War. Which is funny because people... Can he come now and, and tell us what to it's do? It's in like his official reports that he turned in to the government being like, yeah, dude, that's what fucking happened. Ghost George Washington showed up. Yep. And George Washington was dead at that point. George Washington had died... Long time. In 1799. Fucking wooden ass teeth. Yeah. Um, Rolling up on a horse. And like... And people have debated whether it's the ghost of George Washington or not because they're like, look, he was from Virginia. He would have fight on the side of the... Um uh, oh, Melly just stole my stout beer. You're not wow. it. She stole it. Are you drinking um, it? Stolen no. beers. I'm trying to tell you a story about Ghost of George Washington. And you're stealing. She's stealing my beer. So he would have fought like on the Yankee side Jim of the Confederacy because he was from Yeah, so Virginia. people thought he would have fought on the side of the Confederacy because he was from Virginia. But they were like, no, because George Washington's whole thing was like, he created the Union. All he wanted to do was keep the Union together. First president, So he 100% would have fought to keep the Union together which is why he helped Union soldiers win the Battle of Gettysburg. Oh, I love it. Right? I didn't know. Like, like, it's cool that it's a haunted place, but I think it's cooler that a ghost helped win the Civil War. George Washington, first president of the United States, was like... Go this way, buddies. And, like, once he'd said, no, it was a ghost of George Washington, then, like, other people who had uh, called like, the general up were just like, oh, you know what? He kind of does look like George, George Washington. Washington. <laughs> and, like, no one could find him afterwards. They were like, yeah, he was a big, tall motherfucker, which on he a white, white horse. Yeah. And then they started to be like, his horse was glowing. And I'm like, okay, it's cooler if he just fucking rode up, like, all, In like, a railer. Yeah. Sub dudes, go north. And then, like how he told people, like, no, we're gonna cross this Delaware River right yeah. now, right yeah, now. Yeah, I know it's the middle of winter. It's cool. It's cool. I um, still maintain it was Gandalf, though. <laughs> well, Glowing yeah. white horse. That's yeah. Shadow Facts. Come on, it's the Shadow Facts. <laughs> that is a fantastic fucking story, Vanessa. Are I you trying off? to get your beer? I was trying to find my beer. So my it's beer. It's in the refrigerator. Yeah. It's in the fridge. Go get it. Go get it. Okay. I'll do a little song. Do 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 do. She's opened the fridge. Do do. Reaching in. Do do. He's now pulling beer, out a beer bottle. Time. Beer time. <laughs> beer time. Here she comes. She's I kind of didn't want to come back. That song was so motivating. <laughs> I really um, So the beer that I chose is called Prima Pilsner. 
Um, it's a it's a pilsner. It's a light pale, um, and it's from Victory Brewing. Yes, Victory, which is a uh, bre- which is a brewery in Pennsylvania. Nice. It's sort of the other side of Pennsylvania, but we don't have a lot of Pennsylvania beers available to Doesn't us matter. in California. No. Doesn't matter. Um, so that is what and I chose. Viva Victory, I, fuckers! Yes, yes. Yeah. Victory beer because we fucking won. We won. We won Gettysburg, and we won the war. And the war. Uh, Here we are. Not slave owners. Yeah, because yep. of George Washington. Thank you, goes to George Washington. Yeah. Also, okay, so other funny fact. So George Washington, when he died in his will, he freed all of his slaves. Yes, he which did. is like a super weird thing for him to do at the time, which makes people think maybe he was not like pro-slavery, even though he was from the South. Mm-hmm. So hence, he would have helped us win mm. the Civil War. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, Should have talked to Thomas Jefferson about that and been like, and maybe we don't have sex with them. So he I loved, loved his slaves, though. He, so. he loved he, that slave too much. Um, I Melissa's was going the, to, yeah, the classic. She's a the international lady. symbol for intercourse. For forking, yeah, I'm a classy lady. So I was going to, I was when I was trying to find beer that was appropriate at the Bevmo. My fallback was going to be Union Jack. Yeah. Um, because mm. I was like, oh, it's a Union beer. Like, that super ties in with You're Gettysburg. nicer than I but am. But it's an IPA, and I decided not to make Melissa drink an IPA. Melly hates IPA. The first one out, because she doesn't like them. Melly, and then Melly bitch hates those. brought a shout. <laughs> yeah. And knowing, knowing that Vanessa does not like that. So I drink this I'm stout uh, with knowledge in my heart that I'm a better person than you are. <laughs> I'm fucked. Every week going forward, <laughs> yeah. every podcast going forward is going to be an so IPA. So much IPA, double, triple IPAs. Fuck. God. I think it, everything it, it, I'm going to give you is going to be like Natty Ice. Yeah, the only thing that actually bums me out about the podcast is that we were not able to do a video podcast because oh, watching Melissa make drink an IPA really is a thing of beauty. They're so gross. It's not something it's to be like missed. It's like eating cilantro. It's like soapy cilantro. IPAs are like a gross, soapy, nasty beer. But yet, I still am forced to drink them. I feel like we are going to have this discussion every week every going week. forward because it's just going to be IPAs for days. Ugh. We're going to teach you to appreciate them. Yeah. No, you're not. No, so you're this- not. <laughs> it won't happen. It's not going to happen. So it's going to be, you know how I'm drinking your stout? It's yeah. going to be the other way around where you will be drinking my IPA. Um, so I feel that this Pilsner is, I said earlier, I think it tastes like a greenery. I think it tastes like freshly cut grass. Bob think it tastes like soap. I think it tastes like fucking victory. So I feel like this does not bode well for me to win the beer portion. Oh, but I think you win the goddamn story portion. Your story's so much better. Yeah. Your story was better, but look, the deck was look, I I gotta be super honest, all right. So I mean I'm I'm married to the guy and he's like, no, dude, you're He's coming at me honest, like, look. You're the deck was win. the deck was stacked against you this week. I know. Okay, for the beer at least. Yeah, because yeah. Bob helped pick out that beer. True, which he's not allowed to do anymore. anymore. I won't do it again. No, <laughs> no. Um, Learn from your mistakes. Yeah. We will get more shenanigans from me. <laughs> getting yelled at for mansplaining. Getting yelled at for butting in on the story. So much you're me done with at this. You. I you should be done. nicer to you if I want to win. <laughs> Thanks, Bob. They're, they're gonna they're gonna take my oh, microphone away. Your microphone's gonna sound like shit from now on. I feel like it's so weird. Vanessa's mic was just not on the whole time. It was like the the Melly podcast. (laughs) We were just Melly talking to a ghost. It was a ghost, spooky ghost. Um, yeah, because I, I did like the stout considerably better than the than the pilsner. I'm not a pilsner guy. All right. Um. That's and fair. I, that's my fair. My hand made a fart noise on the table. <laughs> yeah, her hand, her air quotes hand, made a fart noise. Hand. Yeah. 
And, and I also enjoyed the house tie-in to the... I think Melissa wins this week, but it's... you. Understand, it's not your fault. He's it's not so your fault. He wants to have sex tonight, and yeah, so I got I'm it. Gonna I got win it. every week. <laughs> Wouldn't that be funny if every week Bob's like, "I'm really sorry, you lose again. You lose again. I just never your, win." Your beer was better, and your story was better, but she's giving me this look. <laughs> <laughs> no, I no, Melly I, definitely wins beer this week. Her beer was better. Her beer is a good beer. I feel like if you guys are into a stout, you should definitely check out the Modern Yeah, it's Times a very one. good one. It's yeah. good. And go San Diego. I yeah. feel like this victory, I don't know why they have distribution all the way in California. I mean, but look, it, look it, good on you for trying for making yeah. a beer. Look, but like, it's not the best beer I've ever had. for yeah. victory. Yeah. And I don't fine. think, I don't think like if you're, if you're importing like a craft from out of state, Right, like you're not gonna go. You know, a pilsner, pilsner, something yeah. great. Yeah, I feel like yeah. all the people who do that now are like, oh, here's a delicious IPA, exactly, or, yeah. or like a well, saison or something. And when I was in, so I went to Gettysburg, and then there are two breweries within the town of Gettysburg, which still exists. It's still in the middle of the military park, which is fucking hmm. weird. And they like left all the bullet holes in the buildings and oh, stuff. Oh come on! Well, only one civilian died oh, in the Battle okay. of Gettysburg. One. Just one? 50,000 people died. One, one civilian. civilian. Pretty good. It was like a lady who was like baking bread in her house and she Oops. got hit by a random musket ball. Oh. Took that bitch out. She apparently haunts Gettysburg too. Well, I'd be, I would. I'd just be offering people you. bread. If you were just fucking making like, bread and being like, what's the racket in the backyard? And then your head just explodes Blows. into red mist. Yeah, like. no, I'm just trying to live, you know? I don't want the <laughs> yeah. kind of. Just like shooting a bunny. Just like shooting Shoot an a... Oregon Trail bunny. <laughs> God. Uh, all right. So, winner mean, of the week is Molly. Well, for Melissa the beer. wins. Melissa wins. No, for no, the beer. But like you win the story. One winner. I feel like it is a combined no. effort. Yeah. No. I feel I, like. I feel like it's got to be two. It's got to be best story, best beer. And no, your because story then wins. I feel like we would just win one of each each week. Yeah. <laughs> we would just alternate. It's just monotony and two it felt, forever. It, it, your whole thing felt very cohesive. Oh. I like the theme. Oh, thank you. I go. also experienced it with you, which also yeah. doesn't, you know. Also we've, not fair. Not fair at all. Yeah, guys, uh, I'm I'm at a bit of a disadvantage seeing as I'm not married to Engineer Bob, so. <laughs> but I'm you were in start, our wedding, I'm so that's like half. It's like, true. I was mar- there. You were the there. marriage of Engineer Bob. I'm going to have to just start taking him with me. I'm just going to be like, guys, I'm going to the Cecil Hotel. Bob's coming with me. Bob, you're coming with me. We saw so many ghosts. It was incredible. You uh, lose, wife. And, and, and Melly doesn't get to come because she has a stupid fucking job. Mm-hmm. So. No, you can't do that because that's my story for next week. <laughs> it is. You can't. So you can't talk about the Cecil Hotel next week. That's okay. fine. Okay. Dibs, dibs. That's a good one. Oh, that's going to be a good one. That one is. Yeah. Yeah. But this was a solid first outing. This was a solid, solid, as you said, inaugural episode. Yeah. Good, solid, solid first outing. Mm -hmm. All right, guys. Well, thanks for listening to our podcast. Yeah. And I really, 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 really hope you come back next week or whenever we do this again. Yeah. Whenever we try again. We're going to drink some more beers. We're going to talk about ghosts. I'm going to yell at Bob, apparently. (laughs) And And I'm going to sit here and be yelled at. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm I'm glad that you're okay with that. It's definitely going to happen. So... (laughs) So, you know, I really want y'all to come back and uh, enjoy this um, fun time with us next week. Okay? Okay. She cranked up the Midwestern there. That, yeah. That Midwestern hospitality. Oh, you know, I'm just so glad that you came and listened. You should definitely do, like, some fucking Wisconsin ghost. Some, like, so. fucking cheese curd ghost or something. I don't know. He haunts a cheese factory. Yeah. Okay. True I, story. I do have one ghost Wisconsin story, but there we I'll go. save it for another time. True okay. story. I did try to look up a um, 
a laundry a haunted laundromat in Chino. <laughs> Um, I kept saying, so like, I just kept making, we were talking about how we were going to make the podcast. As an example, I just kept being like, like, there's some like fucking haunted laundromat in Chino Gino. or whatever. I, I just tried, pulled that straight out of my back, straight out of my back door. Okay, so, And Melly tried to make it a reality. It was very sweet. <laughs> I really did. Because I was like, that would be so good. And especially because one of the people on the jury that I was on was from Chino. Oh, and you're like, what about he, that laundromat? And I was like, did you know the haunted laundromat? And I just started laughing. The second oh he said I'm from Chino, I started laughing. And I'm like, okay, I can't. And then they were like, that girl's crazy. We can't put her on a jury. But then I couldn't. Yeah. Um, but then I decided to go with something I knew because you were telling a story about something that happened to you. So. Yeah. So yeah, anyway. Which I feel like that won't always happen because no. I don't get haunted by ghosts as much as I would like. True, me either. Um, sometimes <laughs> you get a crunchy ghost. Sometimes you pay to do a ghost thing and there are zero ghosts. There are nothing. Yep. Yeah. There's just ghost smells. Yeah. <laughs> that's still a ghost thing. No, that's like consolation prize ghost no, thing. No, because I did when I was in D.C. So Melly and I went away separately for the holidays uh, with the intention of like finding some sort of ghosty thing that we come back and talk about. So I did I a bunch of ghosty stuff walking around in shit. cemeteries at night by myself. I did zero. Uh, Melly really fucking beer. phoned it in for I did. that one. Oh, I yeah. did. I drank beer. And did not yeah. look we, for a We drank post. a lot of beer. Yeah. A lot of beer. I mean, so did I. And I got my shit done. Oh. oh. Okay, you win. Throwing Gauntlet down the hammer. Thrown. You win but Christmas. I, I did a... Uh, you win Christmas? <laughs> I do win Christmas. Yay, Jesus. Yay. Uh, who's probably a ghost, too. At this point. I mean, he did come back from the dead three days later. Ghost. Right. Ghost, Jesus. Um, but it's I more of a zombie, a, I think, because he moved the... Mm, right? Rock. Is that a zombie? Yeah. No, yeah. he was undead. But he's like... He, like, talked to people and shit. But he had, like, control of his senses. Like... Zombie-ish. Yeah. Yeah, I Ghost don't know zombie. what that makes him. Ghost zombie. Ghost he zombie. He was corporeal, which is a... Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, where are you going with this? What are we doing? It's it's sort of a precursor of the the, the, the zombie yeah. thing. He's mostly zombie. Yeah, never mind. Uh, anyway. Oh, but I did a uh, walking tour through Georgetown called The Ghosts of Georgetown, where they take you to a bunch of haunted places in Georgetown and tell you all these ghost stories and zero fucking ghosts. Oh. Um, Garbage. Yeah, but it did end at the Exorcist stairs, which was, cool. which was pretty fun. And it's like the house that they shot the exterior of the Exorcist for, which is right next to the Exorcist stairs. And apparently the people who own that house are sort of in on the joke and they get that people do these walking tours by their house all the time because they live in the fucking exorcist house. So when we were walking up to the house, I see the guy who like walks by the window and he like does a double take out the window and he sees like a obviously walking tour comes up to his house and he turns off all the lights in the bedroom. And then as our tour guide is standing outside, like explaining this is the exorcist house, he starts flickering the lights. And I was just like, that's funny. He's like trying to make he's it like it's a spooky you. house. I was like, oh, he's, so I'm glad that someone who like appreciates that bought the house. Yeah. 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 That's what I would do. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks guys. Yeah. Please come back. Uh, Thank you for tuning in to yeah. Booze and Brews. If you enjoyed our ramblings, uh, please. Come, a lot more where that came from. There's yeah. so a lot more ramblings. So please come back. And now I'm going to cue it to Vanessa for our sign off. <laughs> no, I can't do it. Uh, bye. <laughs>